I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Dear Joe King podcast with SJ and Eva B. We are a three-way Zoom podcast and thanks for listening. It always excites me to see the two of you there. Yeah. Get a little, <laughs> get a little bit excited. Here we are again, live are on a Sunday morning. Look at the different angle in Eva's room. Right, I'm just oh, we're just on the lights. Look at that sink. Oh, that's so beautiful. Can I get it? Can I get a better? Let's see. You're in a bit closer there a second ago. If you stop talking, uh-huh. Dee, we'd be able to see her. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course. That's what it was. <laughs> That is behind that wall. Yeah. Behind that wall. (laughs) I see that screen. Behind the wall is a shower. That's clever design. Oh my God. It is fantastic. Very clever. clever Listen, it's like the top tip if you're going to rent a house, you got to rent one from an interior designer. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, of course. Eva, where did you get the bed? I have to find out. So Soho home. Making a note. Soho home. Till yeah. I have a look. Add it mm. to my Pinterest addiction list. <laughs> <laughs> so when you two, when we're talking now, are you just looking, Esther, are you just looking at Dee and me? Um, are you well, got, or have you got the three of us on the screen? I generally just do it as I have the three of you up on top. And then it, when Dee is talking, Dee appears on the screen. When you talk, you appear on the screen. And what way do you have a tea? Exactly the same. Okay, so, so I've got I constantly you... three boxes, the three of us. Yeah, None I mean, of us ever go large. I don't. No, I keep I keep all of us on at the same time. I, mean, I don't no, need no, to see I have... me. I should maybe just take me off. No, no. I have the three at the top now, but you're large. Because I'm speaking. I see, I see you little. I have SJ little and I have me little. Yeah. And then you large. <laughs> maybe I and shouldn't when... do that. Uh, but what okay, so now I'm just looking at you. Right, you're the big screen, but up in the corner, right-hand corner is little me, little you, and little D. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so D, if you speak now, you get big. Yeah. <laughs> right. so like, I'm I'm just, as I am able to see myself, oh, yeah. I'm trying to fix my hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Just because there's a random bit and it's distracting me. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like okay. the, oh, I've got the, it now. the wild woman of the West. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, right, I've got that sorted now. And then when I speak, I'm not going big. Can I just preferable. ask... Uh, so Eva, did you just change something? Like, did, were you able to change? Yes, I went yeah. up to. Yeah, if you go up to the top, there's um, a thingy that says speaker view, and you click on speaker view, and it gives you the option to go gallery mode, or it just goes through the options. Yeah. Okay, I'm afraid oh, yeah. to touch. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so for you, it wasn't a preference. It was just. Oh yeah, no, this is accidental. There's nothing planned here. There's <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> a busy week ahead. Is a week busy ahead. week ahead. Well, I have to start off first because I can't not mention the fact that I was at another party last night. It was my cousin Rachel's birthday party. 50th. What age is she? In, 50. She's going to be 50. Now, she's not actually going to be 50 until October, but um, they have a fabulous house that has this gorgeous garden. And 
she knew that they would never get the weather in October and figured, you know what, let's do it now. Let's do it at the end of the summer, po- like post COVID, we can do it, you know, have a certain yeah. amount of people. Smart um, girl. That's the way to do so it. So smart. And see the- three days of sun out there on the phone. Let's go, press go. And so, yeah. but they had planned it. They, I mean, they planned it a long time. I think there was a lot of prep uh, for this party because you know, there were caterers, there was a DJ. Oh, it, wow. It was, like beautiful lighting. It was yeah. a, like, a proper party. And wow, um, you can always tell the sign of a good party when you walk in and you see the beautiful canopies being prepared. But there's a basket full of white sliced pan bread, butter and a basket full of potatoes. Oh, so you know, it's like, so you yes. know, right? So I had my eye on those potatoes from the minute, like I was there at quarter past seven. I was like, I'm getting me some of those potatoes. Um, <laughs> and the DJ started and my siblings were there, my sisters, my brother um, oh, wow. and their partners. It was great. And we danced and it was just so good to oh. dance. Yeah, I haven't danced yet. No, I, I haven't no. danced yet either no yeah and did everybody feel comfortable all fully vaccinated and happy to be hugging each other and outdoors and that was all they did good outdoors it was felt good who knows if people felt odd about it then they certainly certainly couldn't tell because after a glass of wine after a glass of wine everyone was just (laughs) up dancing it was great it was so much fun and um and it was just lovely to be. Was that know, last night, on? That was last night, yeah. How is so that head? Or how are you but, feeling today? Well, very uh, fine. I mean, I had to be up at the crack of dawn because I'm preparing this book that I need to record this week. So I'm in the middle of prepping the book. So I've been up at six every day and I needed to get up at six again this morning. So I left early, didn't drink very much, um, but had a great time and left like the party was in full swing. Like there was a part of me going, oh, I wish I could oh. stay, but I just have too much work to do. Um, so. So, but it was great. It was really great. And to see my cousin. Well, I wanted to ask you both about your relationships to cousins, because this in the last week I had my, I have first cousins in Canada and I have first cousins in Derry and I have first cousins in Greystones and I have first cousins all over the place and I don't see them very much. But there, I do feel there's a bond that is an inexplicable bond like there that I feel like I, I get connect with them awful fast like there's it's the genes it's just that genetic thing they're just one one step away from a sibling there's something about your cousins if you knew them when you were a child if you mm-hmm. th- then that link seems to sustain over the years but Kylie uh, this gorgeous young woman who's like 25 years old right from Canada and she is the daughter of my first cousin Paul so she's like my first cousin once removed I've never met her she never met any of us it was just an absolute joy to have her you know and it was just like that's amazing we're total strangers to each other I straight away instant connection oh there's blood here there's blood here (laughs) (laughs) and it's fascinating but uh, on that on that side as well her her aunt Denise, um, they were the ones that are, you know they they used to come from Canada when we were kids and they, that was really exotic. You can imagine now people from coming from Canada, people didn't even fly then much. Um, but Denise uh, was sort of close in age to me, uh, so she was the one I knew the best. Her and Mark, and then one year when I got my first acting job, 
one of my very first jobs was for team. Do you remember theater and education? Yeah, team? yeah. I, I did work Lovely. experience with them. My first ever. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we went on tour to France. You may remember telling me oh, oh, yes, yes. the story <laughs> of the fortune teller. Oh, geez, I might be repeating myself as well. And I tell you the story about bumping into well, my cousin. I no, hope, no, you didn't tell us that bit. Oh. I often have a fear that like, maybe we'll get to a point of the podcast where even I don't even remember you telling us. Because Somebody else, a listener I, I, will say, you do know you repeated that story in series two. Yeah. Episode well, one of us, one of us needs <laughs> to have a good memory. I, I, well, if you've heard the story before, you need to jump in and goes sorry now I've heard this well anyway we haven't heard the story about the cousins I just finished this bit quickly so it was it happened to be it was St Patrick's Day I was in a place called La Rochelle in France and I was walking from a car park so a little back alley laneway not even a main street but there was a back door of a bar and there was a couple of people out having having a fag and as I walked past and I was about 200 yards past I heard Deirdre Deirdre, and I turn around and it's my first cousin, Denise, ah, visiting France from Canada and I'm visiting from Dublin and neither of us are aware of this. And we just what like, we're just odds? like that's standing ridiculous. in this back street. You know what I mean? Like, I just that's thought that's wild. But do you think your relationship with your cousins is as good as, it's, as it sounds, strong as, as it sounds, because of the relationship between your your mother your father's yeah. side and their siblings yes I, and no uh, that's a great question I absolutely agree like I think the stronger the relationship with the cousins what I found certainly it was because the relationship between my parents and the, that relative sibling was very strong so you you know so there's a bigger bond it trickles down it trickles down but however what I have found as I get older when I do meet cousins that I never see and mm. that I hadn't had a relationship with when I was younger and I have such an affinity with, I think, oh my God, I love these cousins mm. and I, I wish I had spent more time with them. For sure, But yeah. But my, mine weren't, none of them were particularly close. None of them were mm. close by. So I didn't see a lot. The visit from Canada and I was always a big thing. Um, but there was probably only three or four of them. Do you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. Yeah. only three years, that four years that they came over. And then there was a huge gap of years where I wouldn't have seen them for 10 or more years. Um, oh, right. Yeah. So it's not that you're in regular contact, but it's just oh, when God, you did no. connect, that there was, you, you just got on like a household uh, party no matter what time yeah. was spent yeah. apart yeah and it's not just so much that you get on it's the um there is a familiarity in their upbringing because mm. their parents are the siblings of your parents you know that you've been raised kind of with the same energy so there's mm. a sense yeah. of humor that's similar and yeah. there's just a sense of being that's similar <laughs> and you yeah. can and yeah. also the genetics are quite extraordinary like i'm looking at my daughter look very like two of my cousins you know, and you're going, mm. wow, that's mm. amazing. Like Kylie, who came from Canada, looked a little bit like my Holly. And then my two McLaughlin cousins who were in Greystones, both Orla. And here I go now. Here oh, Jesus, she's so, forgotten, she's forgotten the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. <laughs> all right. Just oh. say your other cousin. It's fine. I'll drop it in. <laughs> they look alike. I took a picture of the three of them standing together and went, wow. 
Whether, whether you want to see it or whether you're just kind of dreaming it up and everybody's going, oh, look at you, look at you, you look like her and you look like him. And yeah. He looks like you. And we're into, enthusiastic about who looks like who. <laughs> I know. It's true. I'm one of 18 cousins on my mother's side. Whoa. Yes. And then um, my dad's side, there was, there was 10 of us, I think. Uh, no, 11. And so when we were all together, when we were younger, like it was mental. Can you imagine? 18 young ones running wow. around. Oh, that's and such fun, though. That must have been brilliant. It was. And then when you get older, then when you're all because everyone's lives are different. And but when you go to the four corners of the world, that's what I go happens. to the four corners of the world. Mm-hmm. But then when you get back together, there is the same sensibilities and you go, oh, I like you as a person. Yes, we are related, but there's just this. There's just a fondness. That's nice. That's that's a really nice word actually word. To, to use. I think a fondness about it because I don't have that many cousins. My mum only had one brother who never had children. Um, my dad though had came from a bigger family um, and had three sisters and a brother, um, all of who had kids. Um, but they all moved. Um, well, the brother and his family still live in Arklo. Um, well, they're scattered around a bit now, actually. And the rest moved to England at a, when the his siblings were still, you know, before they had kids. So the English cousins, we only saw, you know, every few years, they'd come over for a summer. So we'd hardly ever see them now. There might be the odd, you know, usually at a funeral, isn't it, unfortunately. Um, but like you say, despite that time gap between seeing them from one, you know, every five years or whatever it is when you get together there is that just that that fondness I think that's a lovely word your lives can be quite different you can, you can be quite different people and you don't I wouldn't consider myself close to them but there is this bond purely because you're related and connection that just yeah. that, that's there and that will always be there which 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 is lovely I do feel guilty though I don't know if you guys feel guilty for not being a bit making a bit more of an effort I mean, it kind of feels like it's like we're all sort of doing it a bit amongst my cousins, but some of them are a bit better about keeping in touch sort of with my mum or dropping her a line and checking in on us or sort of connecting with us via social media or they're just sort of a bit better. And I feel guilty that I'm just, I'm in, in life just not very good at that. I don't do you know tend what, though, to do it. Do you know what though, Eva? A lot of that is to do with the fact that your children are small. But when your kids are still small, you just don't have any extra time. So I've noticed... I, I mean, I've come back into contact with my cousins accidentally. And a lot of it, I think, is just I'm a little bit old. My kids are a bit bigger, just have a bit more time. Mm. And organically, there was a few occasions, but they're all getting old. All of our parents are getting old. And so a few have died. And as you yeah. said, there was a lot of funerals. But when we did meet then, we connected more because we were a bit older and we were more interested. So you get more interested in the history of the family and you get more yeah. interested in the genealogy and then the connections and all of that as you get older and I just yeah. think those that that 10 year period when your kids are little is it's just, just it's just a, no time you don't yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true okay I feel better now thank you wait <laughs> <laughs> till I get to my age yeah. <laughs> god that's the most depressing thing I've ever said <laughs> so D, tell us about your week Oh, lads, my week is is it's a big week. Um, I I have a little hangover now today. Oh, oh Julia, now where were you last night? Oh, I was I was out for dinner with my band. Oh, <laughs> band. My, my band. So you know I have a band for my Sky Show, which is shooting next week. 
what next week what day today oh yeah a couple of days Wednesday. Um, so days. this is the show that i was meant to shoot more than 18 months ago and you know we were me missed it by two weeks with covid and then it was postponed rescheduled postponed rescheduled postponed rescheduled so it's finally happening start shooting on wednesday and we'll be shooting uh wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday but i have a house band so it's a stand-up show um where i have two comics come on every night but i also have a band uh which is led by the brilliant Rob Broderick, aka a bandman. And he's a he's a rapper, so he's an improv rapper. They're not a oh, regular wow. band, like a comedy Amazing. band. So he interacts with the audience, goes down, asks them a few questions, and then he, he goes into a rap, including all of the information they've given him. He's absolutely sensational. And I think well, he's gonna be the linchpin of what the whole show is. But anyway, I was out meeting them all. So there's six of them and the coolest dude you ever met in your life and young and enthusiastic and uber talented and you're just like oh you're and you tried to keep up with them last night did you well you know now I, I did well I did well you would have been, I had a margarita and I seemed to be fine after that <laughs> <laughs> I also bumped into a friend in the restaurant and that hasn't happened to me for two years like accident like actually a person went D and I went Amy and we had this we like we hugged we hugged yeah, yeah. we went for the hug yeah. And I just, it was just this morning, I went, wow, I haven't bumped into a, you know, something that wasn't planned doing yeah. the age of its life. Felt normal. It was extraordinary. But I also had live gig this week, guys, like a proper, proper live gig to 1,200 <gasps> oh, people. Oh, you did, of course, on Friday. Yeah. How was it? Galway. It was divine. It was oh. glorious because, first of all, I didn't know what to expect because you, when you're playing a corner of a stadium, you think, I don't know what this is going to be like. As I as I said to the crowd, I mean there were twelve hundred of them, and they they designed it really well that this perfectly built stage seemed to fit onto this one section. But of course, the best thing of all was just that the sun was shining. Mm. I mean, if you're doing an outdoor gig like you know in somewhere like Galway, you could have wind and rain and misery, and the sun was splitting the stones oh, and the man. lovely big Supermax sign saying, you know. Supermax welcomes dear Doug Hale and Ardlo Hanlon. Oh, you've landed. Carl Spain and Tommy Tiernan <laughs> open the lights. Oh, it's lovely. There was a beautiful thing. I've arrived. <laughs> it was a really lovely thing. And my first thing as I went out, my first thing I said to the crowd was, I never thought I'd be so happy to play to a virtually empty Pierce Stadium. <laughs> but really? honest to God, to now, I don't know. I think, I don't know when my next one is going to be, but it was... I really needed it. Oh, Jesus, yeah, yeah. I needed it now. Before I go into this telly thing, I thought yeah. I cannot be completely rusty. Like 18 months have not had the experience of what it is to interact with a decent crowd. So for anyone who's listening who was at that gig, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. It was just... And so did the new material all, did you feel like it all worked really well? It did. It all landed. It all landed. There was Fabulous. You know, one, one little piece that didn't land as strongly as I would have liked, which is exactly what I said. I shouldn't get the land I hoped for. <laughs> and then they, they immediately, they were like, what? Yeah, they were yeah. just as happy to be out sure, as sure. we were to be up performing. So yeah. there was this mutual post-war love going on. Um, so and, the, and of course the sunshine made it all better. So between the, the, the gig 
and the band arriving and them rehearsing all week and yeah. going out for dinner with them. And my first Gogglebox record is back. Oh. That's this ah. month. I have a show coming on the telly, the big deal. And I start oh, to shoot geez. my show. We'll be sick of the size, yeah. <laughs> and on top of all of that, my kids go back to school. <laughs> so it's like, it's epic. It's an that's epic wonderful. week in this epic house. Week. Oh my God. Well, this that's, is, that's yeah, very that's, exciting. Do you want to come, SJ, by the way? I have two tickets for you, Nelly, if you want to come in one of the nights. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. There you yeah. go. Yeah. There you Brilliant. go now. Yeah. That's, you see, you're in Dublin now. Oh, you're in Dublin now. Yeah. Eva, you can't come. Oh. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're back filming. No, I'll be back in October. Is there anything going on then? Have you got a busy October? <laughs> uh, I don't. You know, this is, you know <laughs> Just, me, it's all or nothing. When this is all ends, happening I'll, in September. I'll, I'll be straight back to my Pinterest addiction the minute this is... <laughs> purchased um use the coats to muffle the sound in the room we're going to move that in front of us and we're going to build a tent out of our king duvet and put the duvet over the coat stand and it'll fall over me um and that will <laughs> muffle the sound we tested it out we did a few sound checks and it was like the duvet oh that's yeah. necessity is, there... <laughs> is the mother of invention that is brilliant have you factored in um, breathing holes yeah i know yeah we have i mean it actually <laughs> this is the same in the closet you know like the closet is tiny <laughs> so 
all. But uh, it does work. And it's funny, actually, a lot of people will tell you that, you know, a lot of those voiceovers that you hear on the radio, and I have friends who do them, and uh, they're all done under a duvet, in the bed under a duvet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. my friend Norma, she and often posts a picture of herself. She, she gets into the boot of her car. She gets into the boot of her car because there's too much noise in the house. So she's in the boot of her car with a big duvet over it. Oh, my God. To do well, her podcast and a few ads. But that's it. So in terms of the luxury setting is that we have the space in this room and the height of the duvet. And Ellie would be outside on his rolling table and rolling chair. And we're going to hit the ground running on Wednesday when Lewis goes back to school. Well, no, he, just go, he, he doesn't just go back to school. He's starting in a He's new school. On in Wednesday. a new country. School, I don't How care. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> lads, it's always the same by the end of August. You're just, when you get to the end of August, you're, you've yeah. done it you all. You just want normality back, don't you? You just want what? the routine. You want the schedule. You want them back at school. And you just want things back to normal. You know what's different here, though? And I think it's the same in the UK that does not happen in Madrid. The extent of which... The back to school is advertised. There's book lists, there's uniform lists, there's label making and all that. Like there's such a frenzy about going back to school here in Spain. Maybe you get a book list, but there's no um, real build up to it. I think a lot of that comes down to the weather. They've got the lovely weather in Madrid. We've had days of rain where we had to entertain those children. Yeah, you know probably. what I mean? They, whereas they're just, I think life is just a bit easier. They're down at the beach. and Exactly. Like everyone just kind of swans back after the summer. The summers are always very pleasant occasions where everyone's, oh, the summer, two months by the end of summer. We're done. We've struggled done. to entertain them. Like, oh and uh, you know, and depending on what you can afford, how many camps can you afford? And of course, this yeah. time the camps have been minimal because yeah, of the COVID. Exactly. And also, I think our holidays are longer than anywhere else. They're very long. The what do they get are... in Madrid? I don't know well, what they, they get. Well, they get two months in Madrid as well. Yeah, like, but we get like three. 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 Yeah. Oh, our yeah. second, the secondary school kids. I've had Holly off here since May, end of May. <gasps> so the end of May, secondary school kids, three months. Oh my God. That's now, ridiculous. again, that's not as hard because they're bigger. And but I still have to create things for her. Possibly she could have gotten a job this year, but it didn't happen because of COVID again. So, like, I think that's a part of it. I think by the time we get to August, the parents are, this is why the build up for back to school starts. It's like, dear God, please help us. Will you help us? Do you think also because we make our own work and are, you know, we're self employed? We're self employed. Yeah. And there's also this inner resentment where like I can't get any fucking work done whereas all no. my friends who have nine to five jobs are like oh I'm taking leave I've got time off I don't want any time off I can't afford mm-hmm. to take three months off I need to get to work you know and I, yeah. I, I that's how I always feel during the summer I don't want to have eight weeks of scrapping to get the hours in you know no. and usually we're only getting those the, you know, even when the kids are in school, we're just getting those hours in between. There's a, from 9.30 to 2.30 or 3.30 of working. And then we're there for all the, the, the rest of the day. Yeah. So those hours are so precious. Oh, precious. And we've put in so many hours already that I think that that's why, I mean, why would you want more hours off? You've only worked the equivalent of somebody working a year. We've worked six months because it's just sort of. Yeah, it's, condensed. It's, not, and it's condensed, yeah. It does make us panic, I think. 
It does. Here we go again, another day of idleness. I'm like, you know, it's for me because I'm like, I can't write. I can't I can't put my time in when I have to look at my watch every other hour to see if that child is getting off a screen and going to make an arrangement to go and meet friends yeah. Yeah. or, you know, I, I, who fed them? They're, they're hungry. What? Who's going where? You know, the yeah. two of them are going in different directions, yeah. uh, you know, and you're constantly you watching. You can't switch off from that. Yeah. yeah. No, Somebody else is impossible. actually looking after them. It's, it's you can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's actually impossible. I, I hired somebody. I have childcare for the next two weeks. Thanks, buddy. All the relief. All the relief. No, I had to because Steve is on the show as well, obviously. So the two of us are gone. Good morning tonight. So, yeah. but yeah, that's interesting. You think the buildup is on the telly and everywhere in the ads. It is on the lines out the door to the shop that I had. Oh, really? ord- I had ordered his books months ago in America when I was there, and I knew it was just down the street. And every time I pass, I go, "Oh, I pick them up." And then the last couple of days, every time I would walk past, there would be this line out the door. It's a small little shop, in fairness, but still, when you can see. The look, the kind of crazed look, like you know, some of them have <laughs> strong some of them, look. Have, some of them have children with them, and they're <laughs> <laughs> even. Even yesterday, I did go and pick up the books, and it was early. this little opening minds. In it Dundere, is. Yeah. It is opening minds, yeah. and uh, I went in, and it was early enough. It was a Saturday, so there was a, one other person in front of me, and when I went in, I spoke to the woman, and she said, "Is that you, Don? Now." <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't know. I mean, I think so. I got all the books that they gave me on the list. I said, is there anything else I should be doing? She said, oh, no. When do you when do yours go back? Wednesday. When do yours go back? <laughs> Monday, Monday. I said, Congratulations. <laughs> said, you know, but there was this acknowledgement like, oh, thank God. Oh, Jesus. When do yours go back? <laughs> It's huge. It's actually really huge. But how is um is Lewis excited? Is is, is he ready to go back now? Is he sort of getting a bit sort of kicking his feet a bit? No, he's not kicking his feet. He's not phased by the new school. I mean, he's just incredible. What a he's incredible. He's a life lover, and he just enjoys people and he yeah. is excited and he saw the school which was lovely we went down with him last week and met the principal and she gave us the little tour and uh, so it kind of made it much more real because he'd only ever seen the the image of it online and yeah. so it meant that he was able to now actually meet the people and they're all so lovely there and it's a small school so it's just all very intimate and uh, and he got his school uniform he's never he yes. had a school uniform when he went to preschool in Madrid but he had like an actual uniform there's something about seeing them in a oh uniform my god when they're it melts small. my heart yeah yeah yeah, so he's not, well, I told you Dan's getting into a uniform for the first time because he's starting secondary school, right? Yeah. He has been dressed in nylon for a decade. <laughs> he's been he highly flammable for a he decade. He has been highly flammable. I'm afraid to light my candles anywhere near Dan for fear he'll go up in flames in my eyes. I'm like, keep away from the fire. Keep away from the fire. So you can relax now. He's out of the nylons. Well, I I, and I don't know how he's going to cope because when I took Shirt him to the shop... When I took him to the shop, first of all, he put a blazer and a tie and a shirt on everything. He was like, itchy. This is, oh my God. Oh my God. Itchy trousers. They're hard. He thought everything was hard. It was a hard shirt, a hard trousers. He did not wrong though. He didn't know what a tie was. He was like, a tie? 
a tie <laughs> is the notion. So God knows how long it's going to take. To get on. the one, the clippy one. And then he put the blazer on. But I tell you what, he looked awful handsome. And I felt great relief at the sight of the nylon gun. I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> and he has to do it, you know, because I've been trying, begging him to put a shirt on, a nice pair of jeans, chinos, anything. No, no, tracksuit, tracksuit, tracksuit. And they're all the same. You know, all the kids are the same. So whether he likes it or he doesn't like it or it's hard or it's itchy or it's scratchy, he's, he's got to wear it. Well, Joni has a bit of a shock coming to her. I've been trying to explain to her why she has to wear a uniform because she's starting the nursery at Jessie's school. She's just missed out on starting reception by a week. So she's going to be one of the eldest there, but she's all excited. It's not going to phase her at all. But what will throw her is the fact that she won't be allowed to wear a dress. Mm-hmm. As we know, Joni is the girliest of girls she just wears dresses all the time she'll wear them to bed she'll wear she just wears dresses and it's leggings and a jumper oh god for nursery oh dear god that won't suit Joni at all she's got to deal with this one it's quite it's kind of major in her world I wonder why they went for leggings why leggings exactly because like in reception they have the choice of like a gingham yeah, the gingham. dress. I love yeah. the I Which love is the really cute. Dresses. Love them. But for nursery, they're all in tracksuit bottoms. Well, it's, it's supposed to be tracksuit bottoms. There's not a hope in hell I'll get her into tracksuit bottoms. So I got her leggings. <laughs> oh, leggings are the better yeah, option. Oh, yeah. God. Right. But knowing her, she'll probably like, you know, do her take on the uniform. I'm sure she'll glow up her leggings. <laughs> she'll, just, she'll add do some, something some a kind of sparkle. Or something. Yeah. And when does she go back? She starts... The second week, she starts on the, the 13th of September or whatever that Monday is. Jesse starts the week before. He, he goes back on the 6th. So you got off so much later than us, you see. Yeah, they broke up at the end of July, 24th. End of July. Yeah. End 20th, of July. Yeah. I just can't get over that. We, we've been 24th of July, 23rd yeah. of July, they yeah. broke up. We've been off school for a month by the time they get their holidays in England. Holly's been off school two months by the time they get their holidays. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I shouldn't be complaining. I have to say, when I lived in London, I thought it was way too late. I Like, I was literally going, are you for real? Are they still going into school? Oh. Like, at the end of July. I, my hair was tearing. I was ready to go to things. You know what I mean? I was like, I can't go to things. <laughs> your holiday. I used yeah. to think that was really weird because August is such a rubbish time to go to the continent. It's too hot. It's too July hot. July is perfect. That's very it's true. It's too hot. And mm. so I was like going, right, you're going to force us all to go to Spain in August. How can you possibly do that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the summer is over and I don't know, maybe you did make it to the continent this year. Maybe you made it to the north, south, east, west coast of Ireland, wherever you went. Thank you for taking us with you on your walks along those beaches and on those family drives. And while all those children might be going back to school, we are not going anywhere. We will be back here again next week. Thanks to your continued support. This podcast is powered by the Acast Creator Network. 